This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. It's been another great week of sports here in the Northern Tier, and it is time to recap it all. Shane Wilbur back with you here on another edition of the NTL Now podcast this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. No matter what platform you are using, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the NTLSports.com website. Regardless, thanks again for tuning in for yet another great episode this week. I'm telling you, it's the best time of the year here in the winter sports as we are now in the postseason time for all of our sports. Of course, wrestling's been going now for about the last three weeks, and of course, NTL teams uh, now getting ready for the postseason basketball run. We'll get into the basketball brackets coming up here in just a little bit as uh, we will talk about uh, all the matchups coming up here for all of our Northern Tier League teams. I'll give you an update on what I'll be covering this week as far as basketball goes and wrestling, of course, as well. So, yes, uh, Busy week and uh, a little bit earlier on the podcast deadline this week and not because uh, I didn't want to wait till the end of the week, but as far as the district playoffs go and my radio schedule goes, well, it was just more convenient to get it done uh, this early in the week and then, uh, you know, that way uh, we'll have more to talk about, I guess, coming up next week. But uh, yes, a busy end of the week and uh, once I tell you about it, you'll understand why uh, I decided to do the podcast here in the early part of this week. But uh, regardless, coming up here this week. We've got a loaded podcast for you. We're going to talk District 4 basketball this week. We're going to preview a couple of games, talk with a couple of NTL coaches on the boys' side coming up here in just a little while. We're going to talk with Athens boys basketball coach Jim Lister a little bit later on in the podcast. We're going to talk with Northeast Bradford boys basketball coach Paul Bergert as well. And then, of course, uh, later on, we will preview what's to come as far as wrestling goes for the uh, Southeastern Northeastern Super Regional that they've got scheduled uh, down at Marts Hall in Pottsville uh, coming up this coming Saturday. So all in all, yes, it has been a busy week of NTL sports. We're going to make it uh, another busy week here and get to talk uh, all about it through the basketball and wrestling time. But before we dive into talking about the District 4 basketball brackets, first of all, I uh, want to congratulate our area wrestlers who have made their way down to the AA Super Super Regional being held uh, at Martz Hall in Pottsville this weekend. A great uh, time at the regional tournament and with three remaining for the Super Regional this week. So, yes, looking forward to uh, seeing how these three area wrestlers uh, compete at the Super Regional. But, again, congratulations going out to Gavin Bradley of Athens, who was the 113-pound champion, Nate Higley of Sullivan County, who was the 145-pound champion, and Cohen Lehman of 
of North Penn Liberty. Cohen uh, wrapping up with a third-place finish in the 172-pound bracket. So, uh, yes, we'll talk about their matchups coming up here for the Super Regional a little bit later on in the podcast, but just wanted to give them a big congratulations here as we get the podcast started this week. Okay, so let's talk about some District 4 basketball, shall we? Because, well, it is going to be an absolutely busy week for all of our area teams. We've got the girls' brackets going this week. We've got the boys' brackets going this week. And, uh, you know, let's get into the brackets and the matchups right now, shall we, as we will start on the girls' side of the matchups. Let's go to the Class A bracket for the girls' playoffs this week. They are going to be playing on Wednesday night this week. Uh, that will be North Penn Liberty, our lone representative from the Northern Tier League as the Lady Mounties. They will be home Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, taking on the team from Meadowbrook Christian. So that is where the girls' Class A bracket goes for the Northern Tier league actually the class double a bracket getting underway a little bit earlier this week big matchup there with the northeast bradford lady panthers taking on the y losing lady rams uh, that will be a big matchup in the double a bracket of course that one i have no clue how that one will go I, I think northeast bradford has more of the offensive team but i've seen y losing be able to stymie a lot of good offenses this year so that one's going to be a great four five matchup in the District 4 playoffs, a winner of that one takes on the winner of Southern Columbia and Muncie coming up a little bit later on this week. So those are your teams in the girls' double-A bracket. Let's go to the girls' triple-A bracket where the Troy Lady Trojans will be on the road on Friday, 7 o'clock start time for that as they will take on the Lady Panthers of Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg, the top seed in the girls' triple-A bracket. So you've got that matchup coming up on Friday at 7 o'clock. Another NTL matchup features the Lady Hornets of Wellsboro. They will be on the road Friday night taking on the two seed in the girls AAA bracket. That is the Tawanda Lady Black Knights. Of course, we have talked with Coach Gentile. He knows he's got a great squad, but it's going to be a tough girls AAA bracket as Tawanda will get things kicked off with Wellsboro this Friday night. Winner of that matchup will take on the winner of Loyal Sock in Hughesville. More than likely, probably uh, Loyal Sock uh, for the Lady Knights as uh, Loyal Sock has been uh, one of the predominant teams in uh, girls AAA this year as well. But, hey, Tawanda and Wellsboro, uh, you know, a great one, a team that, uh, you know, both teams have seen each other quite a bit. So we'll uh, see how that matchup goes and, uh, you know, the AAA girls bracket there. All right, let's go on to the girls' quad A bracket, where in the girls' quad A bracket, the Lady Wildcats of Athens find themselves as the third seed in girls' 4A as they will be home Thursday night taking on the Lady Black Panthers of Milton. That will be Thursday night, 7 o'clock at Athens High School. So that is the girls' uh, quad A matchup. Uh, winner of that one will take on the winner of Shemokin and Danville in the 4A semifinals uh, at a location and time to be set uh, later on uh, through the District 4 playoffs. So that's how things break down for the girls' side of the District 4 brackets. Let's head on now to the boys playoff brackets where this season uh, we go to Class A where North Penn Liberty 
through the luck of the draw in the power rankings, a big end of the season for the Mounties and Coach Litzelman. They were able to snag away the uh, District 4 top seed from perennial power St. John Newman. So it'll be the Mounties who will have the top seed in the Class A bracket where they will wait the winner of Lords Regional and Juniata Christian. So North Penn Liberty will not even be in action uh, until the upcoming semifinals for District 4 boys basketball. So congratulations to Coach Litzelman and the Mounties for being able to snag that top seed in boys Class A. Now, of course, uh, the Mounties then will have a home game for the semifinals as all playoff games will go with the top seed all the way until uh, the uh, playoffs get to the championship finals where the championship finals will then be at Williamsport. Also in the Class A bracket as we look through. Okay, so North Penn Liberty, our lone team there. Now to the Class AA bracket where the Northern Tier League is represented very well. These will all be Wednesday matchups in the Class AA bracket for boys. You will have the Sarah Redskins on the road taking on top-seeded Muncie on Wednesday night. A big 4-5 matchup as well as the Canton Warriors. They will be at home taking on East Juniata. That will actually be a game I will have on the air on Wiggle 100 coming up later this week as well. So yes, Canton East Juniata, the 4-5 matchup. So the winner of Muncie Sare plays the winner of Canton and East Juniata. Also in the Class AA bracket, you have the Wyalusing Rams. They will be at home taking on Line Mountain on Wednesday night. That is the 2-7 matchup in the Class AA boys bracket. And then to round out the Class AA boys bracket, Northeast Bradford, the three seed, will be hosting Montgomery. This will be a 7-30 start at uh, Northeast Bradford coming up on Wednesday night. So that's the uh, lone special start there Wednesday. Northeast Bradford, Montgomery, 7.30 instead of 7. But uh, overall, look at the Northern Tier League's representation in that double-A bracket. You've got uh, Canton as the, well, excuse me, let's go with uh, the top seeds here. You've got Wyalusing as the 2, Northeast Bradford as the 3, Canton as the 4, and Sayre as the 8. So the NTL definitely well represented in that Class AA bracket. Good luck to all of our NTL teams. But, of course, as I said, uh, Canton East Juniata will be our matchup. We'll cover uh, coming up Wednesday night on Wiggle 100. That'll be uh, in Canton on Wednesday. All right, now to the AAA bracket where the NTL, again, is pretty well represented, uh, especially uh, in the top side of the bracket as the Troy Trojans have snagged the third seed in the Class AAA bracket. Uh, they will host South Williamsport coming up on Thursday night. That will be a 7 o'clock start. We will uh, have that one as well coming up on Wiggle 100 on Thursday. Other teams here in this Class AAA bracket, the Wellsboro Hornets. They will be home Thursday night at 7 o'clock hosting the Red Tornadoes of Mount Carmel in the 4-5 matchup. If Wellsboro is able to uh, get by that one, they will take on uh, the winner of top-seeded Loyal Sock and Warrior Run, who is the eighth seed. If Troy is able to win, they will take on the winner of Central Columbia and Bloomsburg 
in the semifinals uh, coming up later on in the District 4 playoffs. And then finally to the Class 4A bracket where we find the Athens Wildcats in boys basketball action Friday night, 7 o'clock. They will be heading to Green Dragon territory to take on Lewisburg. That'll be the 4-5 matchup Friday night, 7 o'clock. That will be our final hoops game of the week on Wiggle 100. So, yes, I will be uh, heading to Lewisburg on Friday night to bring you that action between Lewisburg and Athens. So that's uh, on the horizon for Friday. Now, if Athens is able to win that, uh, the they will take on then the winner of top-seeded Danville and Midwest in the 1-8 matchup. So that is how our Northern Tier League teams stack up again uh, in the District 4 uh, playoffs for both the girls and the boys. And, of course, uh, just to recap, uh, game action coming up uh, later this week in the end, or in the District 4 playoffs, I should say, on Wiggle 100. I'll have Canton East Juniata in boys basketball on Wednesday night, Troy and South Williamsport boys basketball on Thursday, and then it will be Athens Lewisburg boys basketball coming up on Friday night. So that is where we are as far as the District 4 boys basketball playoffs go here. And of course, we'll be following the brackets all throughout and seeing where matchups take us into uh, the second round, semifinal rounds coming up uh, later in the week into next week. So keep listening uh, right here on the podcast and of course on Wiggle 100 for more updates. And of course, you can follow uh, ntlsports.com and of course uh, the District 4 website and ntsportsreport.com as well for more information on where our area teams will be heading. Now, as I said, this was going to be a big episode of NTL Basketball Talk here this week, and coming up here in just a short, I'm going to sit down with Athens Boys Basketball Coach Jim Lister. We're going to talk about the Wildcats season, preview their upcoming matchup with Lewisburg, and we're going to do that next after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Time to talk some District 4 basketball and NTL basketball here on the NTL Now podcast this week as we get to talk to the head coach of the Athens Wildcats boys basketball team, Jim Lister. Coach, thanks so much for taking some time this week for the podcast. Hey, Shane. Thanks for calling or reaching out. Um, I'm a big fan. I've been listening to it. I'm happy to be here and talk to you today. Coach, I got to tell you, you know, that was going to be one of my first questions to you was if you had actually known there was a podcast. I get mixed reactions uh, from other coaches around the league. So the fact that you've been listening, that's a great thing. And uh, looking forward to talking to you here this week. So uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, You know, you've got uh, your team now uh, destined for the District 4 playoffs. And, you know, uh, it's been kind of an up and down season uh, overall, you know, just with uh, all the COVID precautions and everything. I mean, overall, I mean, what's been kind of the pleasantries of coaching this ball club this year? Well, you know, it's been a lot of fun. I've been, you know, around this group of kids here for the last five or six years. 
know, I started down there in the younger division and, uh, I've had the pleasure of, of coaching these kids for a while. So, you know, we have a pretty good relationship. They know me, I know them. And, uh, it's fun watching them grow up and, 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 you know, you work hard to get to this high school level and, uh, that's where they're at now. And, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Now, of course, uh, the coaching job coming uh, vacant for this season, I mean, was this something that uh, you had to think about a little bit before jumping at the helm? Or, you know, as soon as you found out that the position was there, you just hopped right to it and knew that this was where you wanted to be? Well, yeah, I mean, I had the opportunity last year to, to coach with uh, Coach Woodward. Uh, you know, he's a tr- tremendous coach. Uh, learned a lot from, from him. You know, have a ton of respect for him. Uh, and you know, I, I was a little bit surprised when, when he, he decided to step down. I mean, I get it. You know, he's got some kids that, uh, that are getting to that level now that, you know, he, I know he wants to be around them and he wants, wants to watch them play. And, uh, so when he, he stepped down and the opportunity was there, I, uh, I thought about it a little bit. Yeah. And I thought it was the right thing to do. And uh, I'm really happy that I did. Well, you know, it's been a very uh, good season so far for the Wildcats. Obviously, uh, you know, District 4 basketball qualifiers here for the playoffs. Let's uh, reflect on the regular season here a little bit. I mean, out of the gate, uh, you get a big boost of momentum. I mean, the big comeback against Wellsboro to start the season, you know, and uh, some good games against Troy this year on both their floor and yours. I mean, overall, I mean, this team's had some very good shining moments this year. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yes, those those wins in the beginning of the season against uh, both Wellsboro and Wyalusing were big pickups for us and and uh, gave us a nice boost. Yeah, but we had our we had a few downs too. Uh, you know, we we uh, we had a shot at Troy at our place. Uh, you know, I thought we played them really well and and uh, we came up short on some foul shots at the end of the game and it cost us. Uh, you know, would have loved to get that one back and and uh, you know and then we went out and played a very a very hot Northeast Bradford team and, uh, you know, always a tough place to play out there and we had a bad shooting night and, you know, nothing, taking nothing away from them. Uh, they played real hard for four quarters and, and, and it cost us the game there too. So, uh, you know, it, it's been, it's been, it's been fun. You know, I said at the beginning of the year, uh, I have never seen the NTL so balanced as it is this year. And, you know, I continue to tell my kids, uh, you, you just cannot take a night off if, if you do. Uh, you're probably going to lose. So you got to you got to bring your A game every night. And uh, I, I think the season, if you look at it, uh, has been that way, and it's been that way all over. So it's been fun to watch. It's fun to be a part of. Now, as I watch this team a couple of times this season, I really feel like, and I don't know where you analyze it, but I feel like when your team is just running the floor up and down basketball, that is when Athens basketball is at its strongest. And when you get into the half-court set is when things tend to slow down. A lot of, uh, you know, not uh, I guess I want to say indecision kind of comes about. I mean, how do, how do you analyze this? Do you feel like you're a better transition team? Do you like you better in the half court? I mean, am I wrong with my analysis? What What's your take on this? No, I, I agree with you. You know, we, we do push the ball very, very well, and I, I do think that's our strength. And when we get into that game, uh, you know, we look pretty good. Uh, when, we, when we slow things up a little bit, we've made some mistakes this year, the turnovers and uh, you know, not not protecting the ball as well as we should, and and you know those are things that we we need to get to better at. You know, uh, our shooting has not been where I would like it to be this year. You know, I, w- I was hoping that would be a little bit better. Uh, I'll tell you, I think it hurt us a little bit. You know, not having our AAU seasons, not having our summer leagues, 
uh, you know, really not touching a basketball until, until Christmas time or January. Uh, and it's shown a little bit. But, you know, everybody's in that same situation. So you can't really use that as an excuse. But uh, that is definitely something we'll work in in the offseason and, and, and tighten things up there and getting our shooting a little bit better. So when the transition game is not always there, we can be just as good in our half-court set. Now, I think one thing that has been very good uh, for this team this year is kind of the inside presence of, you know, like Troy Pritchard, J.J. Babcock. I think those two have really kind of ascended their games to a whole new level to really give this team kind of that uh, added boost uh, around the backboard. I mean, how do you see that uh, coming about with those two guys? Yeah, they just continue to grow. They continue to get better. Uh, You know, Troy is done such a tremendous job in the offseason working on his uh, low interior post moves. Uh, you know, you just tell. He just Sometimes he just gives you some college-type post moves underneath, and uh, when he gets moving, sometimes he's really tough and difficult to stop. Uh, J.J.'s just that all-around player. Uh, you know, he can come – you know, he can be inside. He can be outside. Uh, he can cut to the basket. So, you know, he continues to get better. He continues to grow, and, and – uh, the good news for us and for the Wildcats is, you know, everybody's coming back next year. So we'll, we'll have some time to work in the offseason and just work on getting better, getting the weight room and do the thing. The little things are going to help this team just get bigger and better. You know, that was going to be another big point, too, was that, you know, this team, while they are, you know, kind of taking their lumps this year, I mean, they are growing together as a team and will be back next year for sure. So let's uh, head forward here now. Of course, you got a big matchup with the Green Dragons of Lewisburg. It's the 4-5 matchup coming up on Friday night. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've had the time now to finally sit down, scout some film on them. Give us a little insight here to Lewisburg. I mean, what do you like as far as what you do well against them? Well, you know, they're from the heartland, and whenever you play anybody in the heartland, you know it's going to be good basketball. Um, you know, they're a good, solid, well-rounded team. Um, you know, they, they, they push the ball well. They have a very good point guard. He, he, he sees the floor well. He pushes well. He's always looking to attack the rim. Um, so we're going to have to do something to, to, to kind of slow him down a little bit. Um, you know, I think we might have a little bit of a size advantage here. So, you know, we'll definitely start working the ball inside and, and uh, you know, take advantage of J.J. Babcock's size and Troy Pritchard's strength underneath, and, and, and hopefully we'll uh, do well against them. Um, but, again, we're, we're going to have to play our A game that night. And they're a good basketball team, and they're, they're well coached, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a dog play, no doubt about it. Now, when you look at your team as far as how the season ended and now looking forward towards this playoff game on Friday night, what are some things you're telling your team as far as guys, you know, these are some of the little things we need to clean up if we hope to make a deep run into the playoffs? Well, you know, the, the turnovers. we we got to slow up on the turnovers a little bit. Um, you know, I'm still not happy with where we're at on an average there. we got to protect the ball better. You know, obviously, we, we're going to continue to push. You know, our transition game is our strength, as you said. Uh, but I think we need to slow things down a little bit, be smart with the basketball, working inside, a lot of inside-outside basketball, and, and, and hopefully that will benefit us. 
and, and take advantage of our size that, that we have here. An advantage I think you have coming into this ball game on Friday is uh, if when you've been around the high school game as much as you have, as many playoff games as I've seen uh, as far as just calling them on the radio, one thing that comes into play here is you've got to have some depth coming off the bench. Uh, you might have potentially the best sixth man in the league in Nalen Carling coming off the bench. I mean, he gives you minutes like uh, no other sixth man I've seen this year. So, I mean, that's got to be you know nice to know that you've got another kid with a little size and the ability to put the ball in the hole uh, when he comes off the bench. Yeah, actually, uh, Nalen has moved into a starting role. We we lost Shane Reed for the season this year. Uh, he he broke his ankle, so uh, unfortunately that happened. But uh, Shane has, or I'm sorry, Nalen has stepped up and, and, and has done a tremendous job in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and you're right. I mean, he is just a solid, well-rounded player. Uh, you know, he has grown a lot in the off season. Uh, he's tall, he's long. Uh, you know, he just, he's a workhorse. He loves to pound the, the boards, but he can also step out and hit a three. So, I mean, he's just, he's a good quality, well-rounded player, and we're thrilled to have him. Now, you know, I think what's great is, you know, talking about, uh, you know, not only your ball club and uh, seeing you and uh, the Athens Wildcats team make a uh, an impression here in the District 4 playoffs as far as qualifying for, but look around the league as a whole. I mean, you were talking about how well balanced it is. I mean, this entire basketball playoffs uh, is just loaded with the NTL all over it from Class A to AA to AAA and in the 4A section, so you know, you can say what you want, but this year I would say the NTL has prepared all of our teams for the playoffs this coming season. Could not agree more. It is it's tremendous talent, very, very good coaching. Uh, there's just so much good basketball up here. Uh, I've really, honestly, I've never, I've never seen anything like this year. Uh, it is, it's tremendous. I think you're going to have a, a, it's a real tough time picking out your your first team all-star game this year because there's just so many talented kids everywhere. That's absolutely true. I mean, I've seen uh, a lot of games this year. Uh, you know, I've actually got uh, uh, the Troy Trojans coming up on uh, uh, Thursday night uh, this week later on uh, as far as radio coverage goes. Uh, Coach, I need to get your opinion because I've talked with so many people this year uh, about, you know, Ty Barrett and how in the world do you come up with a defensive game plan to stop him? And I'm up to the point now where I give up because I have no clue what in the world you have to do. And just, you know, how good of a basketball player is this kid to watch uh, as an opposing coach from the sideline? Uh, he's just a tremendous kid, a tremendous basketball player. He's, he's fun to watch. Listen, he, he's, he's going to get his points. There, there's no doubt about that. You are not going to completely shut down a Ty Barrett. All you can try to do is, is hope to contain him uh, and, and try to keep him under 20 points. Uh, if you do that, I think you might have a shot to beat Troy. If you don't, and you, uh, uh, it's either just very difficult to beat. And, you know, and, and I can tell you that the rest of the Troy team has definitely picked up this year too. I mean, the, the Vinoy kid, he is just solid shooter from the outside, and they, they just have a well-rounded, good basketball team. And uh, you know, obviously Ty Ty leads the way on that. You know, we we played him twice this year. To be honest with you. Tucker Brown, I thought, did a fantastic job of, of holding Ty. And I think if I look back, we held Ty both times under 20 points in our game, which truthfully I think is all you could ever ask for. 
uh, out of a player, uh, uh, you know, holding the quality of someone like Ty Barrett under 20 points. You know, the first game they got us, the second game we probably should have won. But, you know, I'll take nothing away from Troy or Ty Barrett. They're a terrific basketball team and deserve all the accolades they're getting this season. Coach, I mean, it's going to be just a, a wicked first week here of the District 4 playoffs, you know, as I've been saying uh, to anybody who wants to talk basketball for sure. But, you know, I'm definitely glad to uh, have had the opportunity here to talk with you as well about this Wildcats team. Now, Coach, you've got a couple of more days here to get in the gym, get your guys kind of uh, in the mindset, in the focus, and ready to go. I mean, what's going to be kind of these uh, last couple days of preparations? What are these last uh, final adjustments, final words you're going to tell your team before hopping that bus for Lewisburg on Friday? Well, we had a fantastic practice last night. You know, it, it's playoff time. I love their enthusiasm right now. They're working really hard. They want to win. And, and, you know, to me, that's half the battle. You know, winning is an attitude, I always say. You, you got to want to win. You got to want to put the work in to do that. Uh, I, I definitely saw it last night. And I think if we continue to practice that way this week and we continue to work hard, uh, I have a lot of confidence that we'll go in there Friday night uh, and, and be ready to go and give it 100% effort. And uh, I like our chances. We'll see. We, we got to play well. We got to shoot well. We got to play defense. But uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I know the kids are too. And uh, Friday cannot get here soon enough. Coach Jim Lister from the Athens Wildcats. It has been a pleasure to sit down here, talk some basketball with you. Good luck to you, the Wildcats, uh, you know, and uh, go out there and put on a good show for us coming up on Friday night at Lewisburg. We wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, Shane. I greatly appreciate it. It's great talking to you. All right, that's Coach Jim Lister from the Athens Wildcats. Folks, stick around here on the NTL Now podcast. Coming up, we're going to talk the wrestling and the Super Regional on the horizon this weekend. That comes your way next after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815, or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wolper back with you, and thank you again for tuning in this week. And, of course, remember, follow the NTL Now podcast on all of our social media platforms, whether it be Facebook and Instagram, where you can search at NTL Now podcast. Give us a follow there. Or, of course, you know, if you want to drop us a follow on Twitter, go to at NTL Now pod. You can follow us on Twitter, and uh, regardless of how you do it, we always appreciate it, and uh, a big thanks again 
again to everybody who's been tuned in. And, of course, remember, tell all your friends, man. I mean, seriously, all they got to do is uh, log in via iTunes on their iPhone, or if they're using the Android app, they can use Google Play. Or, of course, you know, if you're just uh, sitting at work, go to the ntlsports.com website. You can click on the podcast there. Or, of course, you know, if you want to, you can listen via Spotify as well. So many different platforms. And, of course, a big thanks to all the great sponsors out there who help make this podcast go uh, each and every week. So, yes, be sure to uh, thank all of them uh, whenever you get an opportunity to do so. But as we get back into sports talk here on the NTL Now podcast this week, I guess it is time to dive into some postseason wrestling as the Super Regional is upon us this week. That's right, the Eastern Super Regional down at Martz Hall in Pottsville just one extra week before the state tournament uh, commences for the double-A teams. That will be next Friday uh, down at the Giants Center in Hershey. But you got to get through the Super Regional this week. Of course, the top four in each weight class advance on to the state tournament next week uh, down at the Giants Center in Hershey. So you got to finish top four this week to get to next week. So all of our area wrestlers that are going down have to take care of business this week uh, to get there. Speaking of our area wrestlers again we have three that uh, I will be with in the coverage area this week on Wiggle 100 now the ironic thing about this super regional is one they uh, you know kind of added this as an extra step this year for the postseason and then they went ahead and split this thing up into two different sessions so as it stands right now okay we will have Gavin Bradley coverage on Wiggle 100 in the early session of the day uh, that will start around 8.30 on Saturday morning as they are doing weight classes 106 through 138 in the morning session. Championship finals for that will be uh, around 12.30 uh, should Gavin Bradley make the championship finals uh, for that uh, early session. But uh, keep listening to Wiggle 100 for more details on that. Uh, for coverage Saturday. So, yes, you'll have Gavin Bradley in the early session of the day. Now, later on in the afternoon, uh, I believe the second session is going to start uh, sometime around 2.30 for weight classes 145 to 285. So coverage of Nate Higley and Cohen Lehman will take place later in the day uh, with the 2.30 start of the second session. Of course, we'll have Nate Higley right out of the gate in the quarterfinals, and then, of course, later on we will have Cohen Lehman. But the plan is this Saturday to cover all of the matches this weekend like we do at the state tournament. So you're going to have to have your radios on Wiggle 100 all day long Saturday uh, as we break in with coverage uh, from Martz Hall in Pottsville uh, for the action coming up this weekend. But again, as I said, it's been split into an early session and an evening session or late afternoon session, I should say, uh, down at Martz Hall in Pottsville. But let's get into some of the matchups here coming up uh, this weekend at the Super Regional in Pottsville. Now, I'm not going to try and be the mathematician and try and break down how they did the seeding for this. That's for brighter minds than myself to come up with this. Uh, do I agree with some of the seedings and how this all went down? No, but hey, you know what? Like I said, that's for somebody else to worry about, not me. I'm just going to worry about the matchups that are in front of us. So I'm going to go to the 113-pound bracket where, of course, we have Gavin Bradley 
Bradley, who was the Northeast Regional Champion from a week ago. Bradley comes into this matchup 36-0 into this tournament. His first matchup will be the Southeast fourth place finisher out of that regional. He will take on Rafe Barber of Boiling Springs. He's a junior, 19-5 on the season. So that is Bradley's first matchup down here at this Super Regional Tournament. Now, should he win this matchup and get to the semifinals? He will either face District 4 foe Robert Gardner of South Williamsport, who's 34-2 on the season, or Adam Schweitzer, who is the second seed out of the Southeast Regional. He's from Notre Dame Green Pond and a junior. He's 10-1 on the season. So if Bradley gets to the semifinals, he will take on the winner of either Robert Gardner or Adam Schweitzer uh, for his semifinal matchup. Now, onward we go to the 145-pound bracket where Nate Higley, who was the Northeast Regional Champion from last week, finds himself uh, as the uh, bottom of the bracket uh, seed here. Uh, he will be 23-0. and coming into this tournament this weekend. His first opponent this week will be the Southeast Regional fourth seed Hayden Mann from Conwell Egan. He's a sophomore, 11-2 on the season. Now if Higley gets by this matchup and advances on to the semifinals, he will have either the second seed out of the Southeast Regional, Andrew Christie from Bishop McDevitt. He's a sophomore, 22-4, or Kyler Crawford from Milton, who comes in at 23-7. So those are some of the projected matchups for Higley going forward at this Super Regional Tournament on Saturday. Now to the 172-pound bracket where North Penn Liberty's Cohen Lehman will sit there from North Penn Liberty. The sophomore comes into this matchup 16-5 on the season. He gets the second seed out of the uh, Southeast Regional, Jacob Jones out of Saucon Valley. He's a sophomore. 13-4 on the year. If Lehman is able to advance in this matchup, he will then take on the winner of Gavin Garcia of Southern Columbia and Tyler Wonders of West Perry. So for Lehman, uh, he's going to have a tough road ahead of him regardless of uh, being on the same side of the bracket with Gavin Garcia. But the good news about this bracket is, like I said, you only have to finish top four. So the main thing is, you know, just to not panic Get through it and see if you can finish top four here in this bracket. So that is where uh, our area wrestlers are going to be placed uh, in this uh, tournament. Again, as I said, Lehman, the third seed here out of the Northeast Regional. He gets second seeded Jacob Jones out of Saucon Valley. So that is where uh, Lehman will start his day. And, of course, as I said, you've got the uh, uh, sessions for the day as well. So quickly, let me uh, just bring up what I have been told as far as how the scheduling will go for Saturday at the Super Regional uh, Tournament coming up this weekend. So here is the actual schedule as it has been given to me right now. Uh, session one, which is where Gavin Bradley will be, quarterfinals are scheduled for 8.30 Saturday morning, semifinals to follow, plus consolation quarterfinals as well. 
at 10.30. We will have consolation semifinals. Uh, around 11.30, they are scheduled the fifth and sixth place matches. And at 12.30 for session one is when the championship finals and the third and fourth place matches will take place as well. So that is session one at the Super Regional Saturday. Now on to session two, which will start at 2.30 in the afternoon on Saturday with the championship quarterfinals, semifinals, and consolation quarterfinals to follow after that. Five o'clock is when they are slated for the consolation semifinals. Six o'clock is for the fifth and sixth place matches. And then at seven o'clock for the later session is when the championship finals and third and fourth place matches are scheduled to take place as well. So that is the breakdown that I have of the Super Regional coming up this weekend. Now, as I said, as far as coverage goes on Wiggle 100, well, we are going to cover this exactly like we do the state tournament because this week we just don't know who's going to advance, who may not advance. So we want to do the best we can to give our area wrestlers as much coverage as possible coming into this weekend. So we will have coverage of both session one and session two with our area wrestlers this weekend. And like I said, keep the radio on Wiggle 100 all day long Saturday for uh, super regional coverage live from Mart's Hall in Pottsville. So that is how the postseason wrestling breaks down here for this weekend coming up. So be tuned in for that. Looking forward to yet another road trip to Pottsville to be able to bring you all that wrestling coverage coming up this weekend. So now that we've covered the wrestling segment here in the NTL Now podcast, we're going to make the shift right back to basketball. That's right, because coming up here in just a short, we're going to talk the Northeast Bradford Panthers, the boys basketball team with head coach Paul Bergert. We'll talk the Panthers. We'll talk playoffs. That's coming up after this timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education with more than 40 degree programs. From two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Is it that night of the week where nobody feels like cooking and you just want some good food? Then you need to get a hold of the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. That's right, with a full menu of entrees, appetizers, and everything in between, you'll love the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. If you want pizza, wings, stromboli, steaks, and more, call the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Dine in or take out. 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Remember, like them on Facebook. Time to talk more basketball here this week on the NTL Now podcast. And as promised, welcoming back this week the head coach of the Northeast Bradford Panthers boys basketball team, Paul Bergert. Paul, always a pleasure to have you back here on the podcast. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Paul, you know, it's been uh, quite the season here for the Northeast Bradford Panthers. I mean, uh, a slow start to the beginning of the year. You pick things up as the season goes on. Now you find yourself as the third seed in the Class AA bracket. I mean, what's the best word or a couple of words to describe your season from your uh, vantage point? Ooh, crazy. Uh, bananas. Um, uh, it's been a wild ride. How about that? 
Definitely a couple of good words to use there, that's for sure. But, you know, I want to go back to the beginning of the season. Obviously, you know, nobody knows uh, how things are going to play out this year. And, you know, through, I don't know, just kind of the way things fell, uh, you get kind of uh, an unexpected gift maybe. I mean, uh, did, did uh, Nick Beers happen to uh, be already in the plan for you or did that just kind of come about uh, via luck of the draw? Nick has played with us a little bit in the off season. Um, you know, obviously he's a Northeast kid. His parents are Northeast grads. He, he had some personal connections at North Rome, and he chose to play there over these last few years. But he's 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 played with us a little bit in the off seasons, and he's he's always I think part of him has always wanted to come over. But it's, like I said, he's had had some personal connections there that he couldn't pull away, and then. Uh, coronavirus hit and it kind of shut down North Rome season so it kind of uh, made the decision you know for him now basically. how do you integrate uh, a kid like that with you know the players you already have I mean did you find it as a smooth transition or do you consider that maybe part of the slow process slow start I guess I should say to the season where you you guys were just kind of all learning to play together well, yeah, that that's huge. That's huge, and and on top of Nick coming over being new, I really only returned two kids that played any varsity minutes, so we were pretty pretty new raw team to begin with, and then him on top of it. Uh, like personally, it's been great. The kids have accepted them in, and and uh, they've meshed. You know, our chemistry that way has all been great. It, the basketball on the court has taken some some time, and it's you know. That's why I, I feel like we we still got a lot. Of back, we our best basketball is still in front of us. I feel like we're still learning. We're still growing. Now you know you get some of the the craziness out of the way in the early part of the season. You know everybody's like asking me. I mean, wow, like this is this is odd. You know to see uh, you know Northeast kind of struggling out of the gate early. You know, but obviously you know with the youth and you know some bumps in the road to go, and then all of a sudden you know as you said, I mean you obviously have good karma with the basketball gods because all of a sudden you start pulling off all kinds of crazy wins, and then everybody's like, where in the world is this coming from uh, yeah i mean four four, four game winning shots by four different players is just i don't know i don't probably could coach another 20 years and i won't experience that again you know but it's it's been that's just like i said it's been a wild ride so now you look at the uh, the kind of the the mountain ahead here. You've got the District Four or yeah, District Four Double A bracket ahead of you. Uh, you know, earlier in the podcast, I was talking with head coach Jim Lister from Athens, and I said, "Man, I said, look at all this NTL representation this year uh, throughout this playoff uh, scenario, but especially in the Double A bracket. I mean, uh, Paul, you've got four NTL teams in this bracket, and lo and behold, you know the if, the way things." fall i mean you're gonna at least see one maybe two of them yeah i mean it's uh it's a testament to the strength of the ntl i i don't know i i believe this is my sixth year with the boys i i want to say this year is is the as strong as the ntl's been through and through i mean it's been a grind and i think that's a testament to you know a lot of good coaches running working hard and running great programs and NTL is well represented. 
You know, it is what's absolutely crazy is, you know, I had the opportunity uh, to talk with Coach Brent Kais from Wyalusing. He had that same kind of, uh, uh, I guess I want to say, sediment, you know, towards the league this year. You know, I've seen uh, Coach Kitchen at Canton a few times doing some games there. And, you know, it's just it's just such a battle, such a grind. But to see all of your teams uh, have this great success, and I'll even, you know, throw Sarah in the mix too. I don't know why. Like, I, I just feel like, you know, even them as an eight seed, they've played played well here down the stretch too I mean this whole uh you know NTL could really turn this double a bracket upside down uh the way that things have gone this year oh it's true it's absolutely Sarah's really talented <laughs> they got they got four kids that could really shoot the thing and they got a good big guy inside and Sarah's really talented I mean I I I wouldn't want to play them so sure now of course you know let's turn the focus back towards you know your team what's ahead obviously you've got a date with montgomery coming up uh, on wednesday night 7 30 tip off in your home gymnasium obviously not having to travel is a big thing but you've had some time now to kind of go over montgomery uh project to me a little bit about you know what this matchup presents for you as far as positives maybe some things that they do that might cause you some problems i i from from the film I have on them and watching them, I'm a big fan. Coach Junior Parrish took over that team last year. He's done a great job. They play really hard. He's a really good coach, um, and they get after it. And they're very athletic. And I would say that's a you know a, a good key for them is athleticism, quickness. It looks to me that we have a bit of a size advantage inside. We're a pretty big team, you know, with Nick, Nick and Dan Seeley and, and, and some others. Even, I mean, Lucas Crown, he's in 6'2". So, you know, we might be able, we might have a little bit of a size advantage. I would say for us going in, it might be hopefully uh, uh, something we can exploit. Now, of course, as you look forward now towards, you know, how your team has finished uh, the regular season and how you project them moving forward, you know, you kind of speculate that maybe your best basketball is in front of you. Uh, what are some things, you know, you've been telling your guys that, you know, you might need to clean up, things that might need to be improved on here, getting ready to enter this district tournament? Turnovers, turnovers have been an issue for us uh, all year. Um you know, and you just can't win. You cannot, you can't win playoff games. You got, you got, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 turnovers. It's just not going to happen. So taking care of the ball is top priority for us. Um, and I don't believe I, I believe we can out rebound any team in the in the field if we if we if we want to. If we get if we're getting after it like we should, we should be able to out rebound every team. Now, do you feel like that's something that, you know, you've had to make a consistent message uh, this year with the guys is uh, more of the, I, I guess I want to say, like constant effort where, guys, if we put four quarters of basketball together, I mean, we can be as dangerous as anybody? Absolutely. That's, every day that's my message. I keep telling them, just like I said, we talk, our best basketball is we haven't played it yet. I don't believe. I believe our ceiling is higher than what we've reached. Um is just putting it all together, firing on all four cylinders. Although I'd like to think we're bigger than four cylinder, eight V eight. I don't know. 
You're something. I'm not a car guy. <laughs> You're somewhere in there, that's for sure. But you know, as you summarize this whole season though together, and you watch how this team has played together and grow, I mean, just from a coach's perspective, I mean, what's it been like watching this team kind of blend together? I mean, as you said, this is like your sixth season now. You've been with teams that have had you know so, some good postseason success. You just kind of graduated a team that had played together so long. So I mean, this is kind of like the starting over point. Uh, for you with this group of guys. I mean, what's it been like this year to watch this team just grow together as a whole? It's been uh, an absolute joy. I mean, we have a really good group of guys. I mean, a really great group of guys that you you really enjoy to be around. And so for them to to keep improving and then tasting success, is like, you know, in, in four different guys getting a hit, I mean, you could play your whole life and I had a game winning shot and to have four different guys pull one off, you know, and they're all, they're just, of course they celebrate with each other. They're so happy for each other. And it's, it's, it's really been a special year. It's been an absolute joy. Something else I quickly just want to touch on here as we, we're wrapping things up here. You know, I followed, you know, the Northeast Bradford boys team, but I think it's great for the school and Panther pride in general to see how well things are going on the other side of the gym as well with uh, Coach Beebe and the Northeast Bradford girls. You know, I've reached out to Coach Beebe. We haven't quite been able to uh, link up yet uh, for the podcast, but still, I mean, just the vibe overall at Northeast Bradford has to be great with the success of both teams this year. It is. Uh, maybe a little known fact around the league, uh, Coach Beebe's my brother-in-law. Uh, and my and his daughter, my is my my niece is on the team, so it's kind of a family affair as well. And you know, like tonight, uh, we have a bunch of family that'll be at my house watching the live stream from the big from their big playoff game tonight. So it's it's also a, a family thing, but it is also great for the school, absolutely. Man, this is just a great time to be a Panther, that's for sure. And, uh, Coach, you know, you've got a couple of days, or actually I should just say a few uh, moments, a few hours really to uh, get your team prepared. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, a few uh, moments uh, still with that team and uh, some words still to pass along. I mean, what's going to be, you know, some of those final messages to the kids getting ready uh, not only for a home playoff game but just for, you know, a just for a playoff game, I should say? Uh my message is almost pretty much always the same, whether it's regular season or playoff. Let's just play really hard and let's have fun. And I think if we do those two things, good things happen. You got the Northeast Bradford Panthers, the Montgomery Red Raiders. It's the quarterfinals of the Class AA playoffs. Coach Paul Berger, you've definitely been uh, one of the staples of the postseason for the NTL, that's for sure. And, uh, Coach, good luck to you, the Panthers, moving forward, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to see you down the road here as this playoff run begins. Thank you, sir. Thank you for all you do. Coach Paul Berger from the Northeast Bradford Panthers. Always a treat to sit down and talk with, and a big thanks to him for taking some time this week. And, of course, want to thank again head coach Jim Lister from the Athens Wildcats boys basketball team as well for being guests this week on the NTL Now podcast. All right, folks, before we get out of here this week, uh, again, want to recap what is on the horizon this week for my coverage for Wiggle 100 coming up this week. We've got boys basketball Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week. Canton East Juniata on Wednesday. Troy South Williamsport on Thursday. Athens and Lewisburg on Friday. All three of those games will be 7 o'clock tip-offs coming up this week 
for District 4 Boys Basketball. And then, of course, on Saturday, it's wrestling all day. We'll have Gavin Bradley in Session 1 starting at 8.30 Saturday morning. Nate Higley and Cohen Lehman will start the second session at 2.30 on Saturday as well. So be listening to Wiggle 100 all day Saturday for PIAA wrestling coverage too. So, yes, it's a busy week ahead, but thanks again for taking some time this week to enjoy this week's podcast. Remember, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, as well as Instagram at NTL Now Podcast, and, of course, on Twitter too at NTL Now Pod. So, again, a big thanks to everybody for tuning in, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or the NTLSports.com website. Definitely a pleasure to have you tuned in, no matter what platform you were using. All right, so with that, go ahead, enjoy the rest of the sports week. I am out of here for now. I will talk to you next week. I'm Shane Wilbur. You've been listening to another edition of the NTL Now Podcast. As always, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.